Now, Dable, after working uh, a fair few years in a big four bank, I want to get to a point where I've got a, a property in Melbourne and a property in Sydney. Now, if I'm in Sydney, Dable, and I'm doing some uh, landscaping, you know who I'm going to? Who are you going to? Dingo Landscapes and Designs. Pat Clark is the main man there. And this is a gentleman who operates, you know, predominantly around the northern eastern suburbs of Probably where I'd be, I would have thought, Dable. For sure. You jump on the his Instagram, at Dingo Landscapes, and you have a look at some of the stuff he's doing. He's got the outdoor areas. He's got the nice pavers out there as well. It, it's sensational. And you hit Pat Clark up on 0408. 485397. Now, he's going to come around and give you a free quote and an on-site consultation. Um, and so tell your friends, but also he's hiring. First, second, third year apprentices, Deeble, give Pat a call. There could be some work for you. Definitely. Just his number again there, 0408 485 397. Hit up Pat and he can sort you out. I'm Chad Warner and you're listening to True Buds, the number one Sydney Swans independent podcast. Jeez, this is the most one-eyed podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's what we're here to do. Let's go. Right. Let's actually go. For mine, boys. For yours, then. I'm about to blow a gasket in here. You've kicked three goals for the day, table. What is going on? Damaging team. Damaging disposal. He's been very, very average. Our best is the best in the competition. This is True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Back in the studio to review the disappointing loss against the D's, the upcoming clash against Port Saturday night at the SCG and everything else. Sydney Swans now, we're back in the studio. It's a little bit more somber than the first two rounds, Mads, but it's a pleasure to have you back in. How are you? How have you processed uh, that Sunday afternoon defeat? I've been flat. Yeah. I've been flat. I, I think it was a first, the first test we've come up to, and we didn't pass. Yeah. And it left me feeling like there's a lot of work we have to do and that we weren't primed for it. I saw a few of the ghosts of the 2022 grand final out there, um, and I saw a few passengers. And that's not what we've come to expect from this football club. Which was, I think, I found it especially hard processing just because, A, we hate Melbourne. Yeah, we don't. We do. And... We don't like them. B, I mean, we're, it just it just showed that, that mentally we're not there. <laughs> Physically, Physically, we weren't there. <laughs> um, and it did my head in, David. Yeah, it's... It's an interesting one. I think I'm not extremely worried about it yet. It is round three. It's a bit of a reality check when you come off two pretty easy wins in round one and round two and you you come up against a, what has been a great side in the past couple of years. They sort of fell apart at the end of last year, but, you know, class doesn't leave overnight. And no. there's still some big... Huge, classy players in, in that team, you know. Clayton Oliver tore us up, hit the scoreboard, you know. Mate Petrarca. Petrarca had 30-plus. Uh, you know, they've got some really good players there. And they, and they, and they shone. Uh, and it was – they, they played really, really well. And they just took all the opportunities that we gave them. Well, I'm telling you, if we sort of played that way against a B team, we probably would have won. Look at all the inside 50s that we had – 
at the start of the game. Yeah. If we convert some of them. Pressure's on, man. Pressure's on. It's a completely different. We look good early. We did. We did. And it's a completely different landscape if you convert some of those shots. Who missed? Haywood missed. Amadi missed. missed. Franklin didn't make Franklin the distance. Franklin didn't make the distance. Oh, that see, that was a lack of like, look what's around you. Bud, you could have ran inside 50 and kicked it from 40 there. That was right in front yep. of me. Had no one in front of me. On the, his, on his angle been, too. Yeah. Yeah. Bit disappointing that was, but yeah, you, you got to take those opportunities, and that's what Melbourne did. They kicked straight. A, a, any chance we gave them on the turnover, absolutely killed us on turnover. And there is a concern of what is going on around the ground in the contested ball stakes. Well, that's the contested ball is where it's at, right? They were they they monstered us, yeah, in the middle. Right. Well, not necessarily centre clearance wise. No, not centre clearance wise. I was going to bring this up a little bit later, but we may as well talk about it now. We showed vast improvement in our centre clearance work. We were good. The numbers were very even. It was a significant improvement from the last two weeks. And the the clearance, like just the way we were clearing, there was, you know, a bit of, you know, uh, what do you, chemistry, like between Armadi in there, Laddams was better in in the middle, and the midfielders worked well on that clearance game as such. But around the game, uh, ground, the the contested numbers were just not not even close. And when, when you've got a team who can burn you on the outside and use their foot skills and execute like they did in front of goals, did everything that we didn't, that's why you get beaten by 50 points. Clearances were 33 apiece. Yeah. So, so even. I mean, that that's great, but I just felt like the intensity in there and the bigger bodies of the Melbourne midfield, the cream rose to the top. Um, it was disappointing because we hold, you know, a lot of a lot of stock in the contested footy side of things. And that's really, to me, I've been thinking about it a lot, probably overanalyzing a little bit, Dable, and that's where I feel like they really put us to the sword, is contested footy. Yeah, it's it's funny to get our minds out of the the... 2010s as such Mm. when we were just known as a contested beast footy team and that's sort of what we've come to expect but there is no doubt that the game plan has changed and we are not putting a big focus on winning the contested ball and and I mean we don't I'm not saying we need to be a contested ball team Debs we just need to be thereabouts yeah. because they, they thumped us in that area. It's, it's very interesting. I was listening to SEN and I was saying to you pre-show, they were discussing that our weapon is our ball movement and containing ball movement. That's well, they're, they're elite by foot. You yeah, know? We're, we're, we so use our foot skills. Guys. We use yeah. our foot skills. And they said if Sydney can neutralise the contested ball numbers – they will win nine out of ten games. Like that's just what we'll do. Yeah. But it's it's a matter of these guys. Um, it's just funny. They gave out a few um, names like Rowie in wins compared to losses, contested ball numbers. It's like you know, in a win he's having eight, in a loss he's having six. Yeah. And Mills as well. You know, he's having ten in a win and eight in a loss. And these are the guys who just need to find a way to bullock in there, win some ball and, you know, neutralise a contested ball stat. You have to, we, you, we don't have to win it. As we, I said, we don't. We do not have to monster teams in with the contested footy. We just no. don't. 
We don't, but we have to be thereabouts. Yeah, and we, we were just off the pace. Not, not, not even close, not good enough. But this is the thing about efficiency. They could not miss. Yeah. They barely made mistakes, Steves. Yeah. I mean, I know Clanger-wise, obviously they did understand that. But just being at the game and watching that all unfold, couldn't miss goals, hit most targets you saw. And I mean, granted... We, we even the game up in the second and third quarter. But fundamentally, this is the whole thing. This is the whole thing, Deeps. If you let a team get a five-goal head start, you are going to, again, nine times out of ten, spend your tickets trying to get back into the game. Yeah. And this is it, it followed a very familiar formula because we were almost there. We were yeah. a goal down. Yeah. We were a goal down. And at the end of the day, we were just spent in the final quarter. Yeah. And they ran all over ran us. Ran all over us. It got to a point, it, it, the fourth quarter started, and I sort of said I was kind of sick of the Melbourne supporters in the standing room, and I just sort of made it known. I said, look, loudly, Devil, I said, if any team's going to cough up this lead, it's the Melbourne Ooh, Footy Club. <laughs> you would have made your way out of there was, pretty quickly. I actually didn't. I hung around. Um, <laughs> but I was in for a penny, in for a pound, Dougal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it just, uh, it just didn't unfold like that. They were, they, they absolutely taught us a lesson and a, a big reality check. Do you think that the grand final had an effect on nah. that? No, nah, I'm not buying into they, that they narrative. Looked, they looked pretty fumbly. Yeah, it's a, it's just an execution thing. It's it, it's getting the, the score on the board early and being able to stem momentum. I don't think we controlled the ball enough. I think no. we tried to go a bit quick sometimes, and that, that's what happens when you sort of get that scoreboard pressure. You're like, shit, i got to, you know, make something happen here. Yep. Like, there was a bit too much of that going on from Blakey, you know, just trying a little bit hard and not being able to pull it off pull off those kicks, you know, players. I'd like to see a bit more run and carry. Run and carry, yeah. yeah just uh, Obviously, Melbourne's setup behind the ball was very good, just didn't allow the, the run and carry. Yeah, but this was brings us back to low kick, low kick, low kick. Yeah. We kept bombing it in. Kept bombing you, it in. You're bombing it to, to May and Lever. Yeah. I, I think there's just a, a bit to be desired with how we, yeah, how we entered even, like off the back line. Like there was, it just wasn't clear and concise like it had been in the first couple of rounds. And one of one of the big concerns at the moment is is the the lack of form of Isaac Heaney. Massive it, it's, concern. It's it has to be spoken about now, and it and it comes to light in a loss like that against a good opposition. Like fair enough, we've we smacked a couple of teams in in the first two rounds, but not having Heaney in form and impacting games and not being able to assert himself on games is is. A worry. Well, Debs, this this is a guy. This we we view Isaac Heaney, rightly or wrongly, as an incredibly talented player, and on his day in the top ten players of the league. Well, he's all Australian. Right? He's Matt. all Australian. He needs to. It's it's tailor made situations like that for him to insert himself on the game and and drag us over the line. He's that kind of player. Yeah. I know he is. He can be as impactful as that. And he just hasn't put it up the, the last, basically since the start of the final series. Final series, you know, yeah. Hasn't fired too many shots, but... So I don't know whether there's something going on. Mm. 
Mm. Uh, but uh, we, we definitely saw Horse uh, give him a bit of a bake, which... Bit of a rev up. Should, should happen. I mean, he's kicked one behind. Yeah. He's an All-Australian forward. He's kicked one behind. Yeah, it's... He has to... Like, we have enough power up forward for Haynes to inject himself on the game. And it actually, he spoke about it on Triple M maybe last year. He sort of said, I've... No, it was actually pre-season after the loss because he was getting asked about the, the grand final and all that type of stuff. And he has a... Uh, what do they call it? a license from horse to be able to inject himself into the game if he has to. And he doesn't have to ask. It's sort of, you know, you've been playing for seven, eight years now. He's got the license to go into the middle if he has to, or, you know, wants to, or feels it's right. But I, I don't think I saw that happen no. on, the, on the weekend. And when you've got Buddy up there, you've got Logan up there, you've got Armadi up there, right? Haynes doesn't necessarily need to be playing that marking target. And clearly, when it's not happening for you all day, put yourself in the guts, mate. Yeah, change You've something. been given the license. You're good enough. You'll find the ball. Go go, tag Petrarca. I'd rather – Petrarca's going to lead you to the ball and get you in the right spots. And, you know, that may build confidence. I don't know. But so with the, the talent that Isaac Heaney has and what we know he can do – one, once again, something's got to change yeah, there. Yeah. It's just too much of the same shit going on. It's like Buddy coming back into the side, man. So Buddy focal on the yeah. weekend. Like, what? Well, they surely they know it. It gets spoken about every week when, when we get done, right? But we're just looking for Buddy too much. This is the problem when you have the two wins that we've had already. It papers over the issues. Right, because you look at you look at us beating Hawthorne, you look at us beating Gold Coast. Th- these issues are still prevalent. These issues are still there. Heaney was still out of form, and when Buddy was in, we were still too Buddy focused. Right, those issues are still there, and they've been there for a while. Yeah, and we need to change this. And and you know, perhaps it's a gift that this has occurred in round three. Yeah, because oh. you know what it had. Uh, uh, a lot for me, Deble. It had shades of the Essendon game last year. So I wasn't thinking about the grand final in terms of the performance. I was thinking about the Essendon game last year. Yeah. And that was a real line in the sand moment. And God willing, this is a similar situation. It, it's a very fair comparison to make for sure. But the, the best part is that there is time to fix these problems. I think these problems are pretty obvious. Yeah. But... Something's got to change, especially the buddy thing, mate. He, he's in good enough form and playing good enough footy to be able to really impact this side and do all the right things, which is, I don't think it's buddy, right? It's not buddy demanding the ball, and I don't think buddy's getting filthy when it doesn't go to him, right? I, I don't think it's a buddy thing. I think it's a maturity thing of these younger players, the, the, the younger midfield that we do have not being able to stare themselves away from this big focal point of a, of a footy god that yep. Buddy Franklin is. It would be hard to ignore it's him on so a so hard, man. Yep. But, yeah, like you see him deep, right? There, there was there was one with Harry Cunningham, man. They went long to Harry Cunningham, uh, to Buddy, when Harry Cunningham was by himself sort of 35 metres out. It, it's it's happening too much, and, you know, on the, on the weekend it hurt us. But do you know what? There's key stats here, right? Rebound, well, I love some stats. Rebound fifties, inside fifties. Where I mean, we're, we're one one below them. Rebound fifties. We're only eight below them inside fifties. This is just a conversion situation, and the game's completely different fundamentally. Yeah. 
that is, you know, one of our hallmarks is how how efficient we are going forward. So, uh, looking at looking at the stats in black and white right now, it's actually giving me a little bit of comfort because, you know, tackling we're around the mark. That, that key, sh- key component. That's a stat that shows how good Melbourne were. Yep. I think they still beat us by a tackle or something when yep. you're winning. But but I think what is wrong about the weekend's result is probably that fifty point margin. I I don't think we were that bad. I think we that got blown out of the water late. Um, you know, bit well, we, out of we, petrol tickets. We'd spent our tickets, mate. Yeah, and, and that's why the six goal rule we talk about it most weeks. But as as the best part of six goals there at one stage, and you know, blew out past that. But, but the, the problem is, is when that happens in the first quarter, yeah. you're just playing catch, catch up, up the whole time. What did we say was the important thing about this game is that we get off to a good start. Yeah. And we didn't. We didn't. And the game was lost in the first quarter. Yeah, it was. It was. But, yeah, you know, there, there are positives to come out of it. We did fight back well. We got, you know, within a goal, you know, halfway through that third quarter. Looking looked dangerous and, you know, just couldn't hold on. And you got... The games of, you know, Tom McCartan, sensational. Yeah, He's had the 14 him, touches. Kept, kept Ben Brown to two disposals two and disposals one goal. And, and a cheapy goal, I'm pretty sure that was. You know, sensational. And there, there's one for, for Jimmy Wheeler. I'm sure he enjoyed uh, Tommy, <laughs> Tommy McCartan absolutely dominating. Um, how about the five free kicks from uh, – five goals. goals from free kicks? Yeah. It's a – it's a pretty. Con- I'm sure if we went back through the stats, it's, it's a consistent thing that I feel we do. We do yep. give a, a lot of ki- free kicks away in front of goal. Uh, I, I did think we were f- a bit stiff with a couple. You know, the Haywood descent well, one. Yeah, what, that was, was, what did he say? Oh, I have no idea. My understanding is, is that he didn't say anything. It was his body language. Now, I haven't watched no. If now, that is the case, it's wrong. I wanna, it wasn't too bad. I want to preface this by saying I've not watched a single second of it since I left the G. Yeah. So, I haven't reviewed it, but that's that's what I heard. That's what I heard. And if that's the case, I'm pretty angry about that. But, I mean, it, it, you can say the umpiring was poor. I, I, I think it's more a discipline thing. Yeah. And I think when we get under the pump, like we were in the first quarter, when we're down by that many goals... You make mistakes like that, and you just need to keep your head. And that's, you know, fundamentally up to guys like Rampy and et cetera to, to really just, you know, Jake Lloyd to really just reel people in and say, hold on, let's not lose our heads here. Yeah. Because that's disappointing. That's, you know, there's the margin, right? Yeah. I'll tell you one thing I would be looking for. And yes, there was a bad turnover by hands with Peter Laddams. Oh, yeah. That, that was a shocker. That was a shocker. Unlucky though, it's sort of like you, you're trying Just, to do the right yeah. thing. I'm not. It's, I'm not so much talking about that one, right? But I don't think Peter Laddam should be kicking the ball too often, trying to pick off kicks. Saw it a few times, man. I, I, I think he should be looking for a handball around the back and get it into our ball user's oh, hands. I didn't love him handballing either, Dable. Yeah, well, yeah, you can't not kick the ball to him because no, he's know. there. But, but just, well, just take your it, time. Yeah, t- well, I think that's more. The thing I think he panics a little bit, yeah, and so I don't, I don't have because it's full of intent. I see his yeah. intent there, right? Yeah, but I just don't think he's quite up to AFL speed yet. I don't have as much of an issue as you do with with his skills by foot. Mm. They're not. He's a ruckman. Yeah. Or no, in fact, but, but that, no, you see, you're building the way. argument for no, me. No, he's a ruckman. Put, put it this way. Put it this way. <laughs> all, all ruckmen are pretty average kicks, right? Hickey's good. Hickey's Hickey's a different story, Dave. Yeah. Hickey's Hickey of Nazareth. Most ruckmen are pretty average yeah. field kicks, yes. right? 
uh, he's still going to have to kick it. It's just more about composure, yeah. I think, with Laddams. Time. And, and I think there's, oh, I think this is a work in progress. Yeah. Right. This this is not an overnight thing. He's come over to a new city, and he went on record as saying that he found it really hard that first year. You go to a city like Sydney, it's quite isolating, you're quite siloed, he didn't know anyone, he's gotten to know the boys, he's getting there. I can see incremental improvement. Improvement, yeah. So I'm people people have been gunning for Laddams. I don't share that sentiment. No. I, I, I think he tried his heart out all day. Did he make mistakes? He made so many mistakes. Yeah. Uh, most of the boys did. Yeah. Let's be honest. I, I don't think we can single out Peter Adams. Yeah. And I'm, look, I'm not gunning for no, him no, with, no, with no. that comment either. It's, I know. It's more, it just hurt us on the weekend and it was notable. Yeah. It was it, magnified. It, it was. It was. Uh, I thought... Oflo was really good in that first half, or like even the second half, and we're starting to get back into it. He's, he's in some form, Oflo. He was yeah. really good last week, and I thought he was up there with in our better players on the weekend as well. Agreed. I, I, he's really he's got the potential to go to a level, and geez, I sort of hope it, it hope it happens in this next month. Uh, but yeah, you know, we just didn't get enough of the ball either. No, uh, not enough blokes winning their own ball. No, it's simple as that. Well, it's just you've all got to go. It's all or nothing. You can't you can't have passengers. Yeah. We we had passengers on the weekend. There's a few out there, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, there was. There really was. And I mean, Haywood's usually a dead eye dick, right? Yeah. What did he kick? One two. One two. Something like that. Uh, no two. He kicked two goals straight. Two goals straight. Didn't bloody look like a table. <laughs> well, I could have sworn he missed a couple too. I think there's a couple out on the full or something. He definitely yeah. didn't take his chances. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, Harry Harry wasn't wasn't great either. Isaac Heaney wasn't great. It was just, it, it was it was a it was a tough day. At the yeah. Not day, not enough good players out there, and it's funny to see the stats of Paps with you know only the eight touches but three goals. He felt more impactful than eight. Yeah, touches. Yeah, he, he really did, but. It'd be he's some someone must have gone to him. These are the things you sort of miss at the game, and you're not watching the matchups as such. Because yep. you know, there's not too many games where perhaps he's only having eight touches, but you know, he's really good out of the contest. Kicked that good goal on, the, on running on the left, and he's got the class. He, he was obviously one of our better players out there as well. <sighs> yeah, I thought Blakey. I thought Blakey was again. I could see intent, but geez. I I just yeah I would have just liked them to to it's it comes back to composure for me Dable I'm yeah. a bit I'm a bit lost with it I but I think I think composure is the key thing I think we were panicking a lot yeah it's when the heat comes it's sort then, of then your execution drops and the problem is we rely so heavily on our execution. execution yeah it's it's like the players like Chad Warner man it's like when our pressure's on see when we get the jump on sides it makes something have to change, right, to stem that momentum or do something different. And then when that change comes, you know, if there's a bit of a, you know, a tear going on to Warner or a tear going on to Mills, it it opens up the game. And, and that's what we saw on the weekend. Like, Mills had to go to Petrarca to nullify his influence. And, you know, because the pressure's so good, you know, Warner's not getting on the outside and bursting from yep. contest. It's, yeah, it's a flow-on effect. It, it is. It's a flow-on effect and... Yeah, I thought 
thought Logan was good. Another Paul Logan was really good. Set, hit up at the ball, eight, gra- eight grabs. Like they, This is four, man. He's only kicked the one goal, two. And and same with Armadi to get the looks at goal he did. Like he couldn't kick that one on the halftime siren, and there was one needed he missed two. at the start. Needed that. It was a big need that goal. Three. See, no goals three for Amadi. It's just these little things. It's just, these they little just didn't things. Go, didn't go quite right on the weekend, did it? It's but, a really, really good time. I feel better talking about it. Yeah. It's a really good time to have this happen because. It's 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 not so much damage done. No, you know? it, it's really not. And the fifty point margin looks shocking on paper, but I, I don't think it's that bad. And I think Melbourne's nearly as good as there is in the competition at the moment. They they had a bad night out against the Lions um, last Friday night, but showed they could come work their way back into the game pretty quickly with yep. that firepower kick. You know, five goals after that interim break that they had up there. But I think Melbourne's nearly the benchmark at the moment, along with Collingwood. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they go um, with not having a Ruckman. Um, but, you know, they're, they're probably the two premier sides. I kind of don't feel Melbourne can play better than that, though. That That's as good as they play. Yeah. Petrarca's had 35. Oliver's had 25 and kicked a couple goals. Yeah, Ed Langdon. You know, twenty. You know, dominating on the debutant yeah. kicking three goals Van on Ruin, debut. Geez. Like, man, that, that's as good as it gets from the Ds. And you know, yeah, on fifty points he's decent, but I, I just don't think it was that bad personally. Yeah, it rocked me. Well, the therapy session, mate. It yeah. was. It wasn't. It just wasn't <laughs> the Sunday that I wanted. Nah, it always starts off well too. Union House, yeah, the faithful good. down there, the merch out and about. Nah, it just they're, sucks. It just it sucks, sucks losing. And this is the thing. We went on such a run last year, nine wins in a row. and We're not used to a deal. You're not used to dropping games. It's uh, it's hard to get used to. But I don't want to get used to a deal. No, no. I um, I thought the, the Union House was so much fun. Had a nice steak. A few O'Briens. A few O'Briens. It was good. Good day out. Sun was out. Perler of the day. It was a perler of the day. Sensational. Bit of a march down to the G. Bit of chanting going yeah, on. It was good. Bloody people coming out of the pubs. What's buddy going on here? What's this riff raff? It's the Bloods boys coming I'll down. I'll tell you what, Peter Gamble from Bendigo was doing some good work down Swan Street. You best on. I believe. He was, he was. I believe he walked into most uh, businesses down Swan Street and just advised them that the faithful was here. <laughs> Shout out to big Pete Campbell from Bendigo. Uh, oh, great fella and, and Mickey Fairweather from Doreen these days as well. There yeah. they they enjoy the faithful's company, but um, yeah. Look, any any chance you get down to get to one of the pregame events, it's cool always fun. good. Cool I think fun. the the uh, wheels are being put in motion for the gather round as well. we'll um, there'll be a lot of the Swans faithful around, I'm sure. So we'll be catching up somewhere there in a couple of weeks. Uh, but yeah, disappointing on the weekend, mate. But we we move on upwards and onwards. It's only round three. It's only and, round three, and, and we bounce back, and that's what we have to do against um, you know, Port Adelaide, a, a team like Port Adelaide. Exactly yeah. right. Need to smack them. We do. Yeah, you know, here's an interesting fact for you. Hit me. No, I'll wait. I'll wait for the um, preview. I'll yeah, drop well, it in the preview. You're teasing it. I am. I'm teasing the faithful because yeah, I don't I mean, think many people would know this, but we'll be back with the social seg right after this. Whether it's on hold messaging, 24-7 live answering jingles, podcasting, or any type of voiceovers, Image Online will help your business improve your sound and expand your brand. Mention the potty for 20% off all services. 
Now, Mads, you know what makes a house a home? What makes a house a home, The dude? back garden. The back garden. Now, if you need anything done in your back garden, Mads, you hit up Pat Clark at Dingo Landscapes and Designs on 0408-485-397 and speak to Pat and he can sort you out for anything you need. Even if you need a job, he's hiring first, second, third year apprentices. Hit up Pat, he can sort you out. Dingo Landscapes, hit him up on your Instagrams and get your garden sorted. Welcome back to True Bloods. That was actually quite good to to talk about it because I have been stewing on it, Deeble. Yeah, stewing. I have been stewing on it. And, I mean, I went into that game so confident yeah, and so ready to make a statement. I, th- I was like, this is going to be... Now, it's not to say that this isn't our year, but I was like, this is our year. We're going to belt them at the G. We're going to really stamp our premiership credentials Sunday afternoon. This is it at the G. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. You know, I feel you. That's how I felt. Yep. And for it all to come sort of crashing down like it did, I don't know, it just did me in. Did yeah. me in. But Deborah, I've got an issue. An issue. And the issue comes in the form, you may be surprised when I say this, but Melbourne supporters. Now, Deeble, let me make it clear. I have a lot of friends who are Melbourne supporters and they're great. And there's a sort of pessimism to them that I really like. They they sort of know they know where they've come from. They know how garbage they were for you know very, the better very better part time. of two decades. Yep. Well, I'll tell you what, Deeble, in the standing room of the MCC there are a lot of people who had completely forgotten where they'd come from. <laughs> <laughs> Completely forgotten about it, and we're getting very, very arrogant and couldn't take a lot of banter. Yes. Now, the banter didn't necessarily come from me. Mitchie Charles was having a go at them, but there was just this one gentleman who I assume has erectile dysfunction or something because he could not take a joke table. <laughs> and he turned to Mitchie and he had a big crack at him. So, bloke wearing the yellow shirt, this is for you. You're whacked. You're a gimp. You're a peanut. <laughs> Absolute peanut. Can't take a joke. And Get the, out of standing room if you can't take a joke, table. And that's the Mavericks window and gutter cleaning whack of the week. Proudly brought to you by Mavericks window and gutter cleaning. Hit up Jakey for all your window and gutter cleaning. They do pressure washing as well. Hit up Jakey on 0411-628-364. Mention for mine uh, when you are discussing what you need from Jakey and he'll look after you. It was just pathetic. Like, take a joke. It's yeah. football. Yeah. It's football. And look, this is a thing that a lot of people don't get. I love a bit of banter at the footy. And look, you go at each other and you fucking, you look at each other at the end of the game and fuck, well done, mate. If yeah. you're on the losing side, it's like, fucking hell. It's uh, it's fun. It can add to the experience for sure. But some people just take it a well, bit personally. You can't, but you also can't get personal. Yeah. Like, don't, don't get aggressive. Yeah. It's real bad. Sort of domestic violence energy. Yeah, you know? it does. Well, we've had had a few run-ins in our time, haven't we? We mates? have, Deeble. I am a, uh, as as my mate put it, a what? How do you say? A lightning rod for vitriol, and you know, I, I did. I, what did I say? I'm like, if anyone's going to blow this lead, it's a Melbourne Football Club. <laughs> that got a few head turns. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but this is the social set. It is the social set. And seat. we love the social set. And it's proudly brought to you by Wheeler's Oysters up in Marimbula. You go down there, you see Jimmy in the shed, opened, unopened oysters. You hit him up on your Instagrams, at Wheeler's Oyster Farm. You see Jimmy, 20% off when you see him in the shed. I took some clients out uh, last last Thursday and they said, uh, 
we're um, we're actually heading up to Marimbula. Oh, very. very I said nice I've got news. John O'Donato territory. There was actually someone at uh, at the footy as well at the at the Union House. At the Union House, yeah, going up to Marimbula, yeah. yeah. Exactly right. So we're just driving business. Driving business. There's going to be some sales coming your way, Jimmy. I've got no um, doubt about it. Let's go through some of the voices. There's obviously going to be a few from uh, after the game. For sure. Andrew Risby. G'day, Faithful. Not the uh, the result we were after today, but look, premierships are not won in April, hey? We can learn a lot from that loss, I reckon. Well beaten around the ground, uncontested and contested possession. I think we got a bit of a lesson today. Some of the young boys need to stand up a little bit. One point I want to make, though. Tommy McCartan is the best fullback in the fucking competition by a country mile. He had every single Melbourne defender well beaten today. Thank God he was there because the loss would have been a lot more without him. Up the potty, boys. It's a fair call. It's a fair shout. Sensational. Ben Brown base got subbed off. Wasn't having any impact. And yeah, Tommy was sensational. Toby T. G'day, boys. Toby from Castle Crag, Sydney's uh, number one Swans-loving suburb. And a few broken hearts, frankly, today after that shit show. Everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. The umpires, I thought, and I normally, you know, I normally give the umpires a bit of a go. Fuck them. <laughs> Um, mate, all I'm going to say is let's not lose our pants. We um, we started the season a bit later than the other guys because we've been playing finals and, you know, maybe it's a wake-up call. You know, we're not world beaters because we beat Gold Coast and the Hawthorne. Maybe we just need to bloody have a good look at ourselves and think you've got to work towards these wins. I reckon we'll beat Port. Good test for the team. Love you, boys. Up this one's up the potty. On your tobes. On your tobes. Love you too, mate. So good. You know what I Fuck it, just, he brings a smile to my yeah, face every week. It's good. You know what I always remember? <laughs> Fuck you, Who's Collingwood. Collingwood? <laughs> <laughs> oh, keep it coming, Tubbs. So we bloody good, love it. So good. I uh, got this one. Oh, Sunday, 10 p.m. G'day, guys. It's uh, Deagles here. Um, <laughs> tough day out of the office today. Uh, don't really know what to say, but as Bloods supporters, we deserve more. We deserve... Uh, Harder effort, more hit up on the ball, everything. But at the end of the day, it's up the butts and up the fucking potty. <laughs> Jeez, that sounds like a man who is very nicely hydrated. Very nicely hydrated. Full, <laughs> even. Very good deal. Full as 10 men. Yeah, correct. Um, <laughs> all right. We have got Ryan Petrasevics. Bang on, Mads. Down at the Union. Great to meet those boys down there. I'll well, see them again, I should say. G'day, True Bloods, Deebs and Mads. Uh, yeah, bit shit, that performance. SA, not good. <laughs> Our uh, skills on the ball, not good. Numbers around the ball, not good. Umpiring, eh, questionable. But, yeah, the real solution to that was, to that performance was just horror. Um, yeah. No, but either way, it was uh, good seeing you guys at the Union beforehand. That was fucking good. But, yeah, have a good week, boys. On to Port next week. Hopefully, just please do it against them, please. Yeah. Anyway, have a good week, boys. Ciao. Just, just a little follow-up from Ryan Petrasevics as well. G'day, boys. Uh, Tuesday now, a few days after the game. Might be a bit busy because I'm uh, at uni, but, yeah, just ignore that. Um, just want to comment on the intro song. How good's that? New intro song. I know it's a few weeks late, but still, it's a bloody banger. Yeah. 
Uh, anyway, on to Port this week, boys. Uh, predictions for that, please, if you haven't said it already. Uh, see ya. Four goals. Yeah, five goals. It nice. is a banger intro as well. Yeah, good on your RP. Love it. Now, I did pose a question to the faithful just before we keep going, Deeble. As you do most uh, Wednesday or Tuesday Tuesdays. afternoons, I should say. Uh, hashtag Ask the Faithful. It was pretty grim, but it's only round three. What do you think our biggest issue was and how do we resolve it moving forward? So that's what I posed yeah, to the faithful. It's a good question. Good question because there's a few things going on. So there's it'll be interesting to see what uh, the faithful have got to say. Well, let's have a look at Izzy. Hope you're well. Um, Izzy from Wallen here, first time voice note contributor. Uh, for mine, for yours, in regards to the Ask the Faithful question this week, heavily debated topic last week. I just think we didn't use Bud very well. Um, I was at the game, and just from what I could see, uh, like for the most part. Every time we went inside 50, I just felt like they were going to Bud when he wasn't always our best option. And, you know, you had boys like Heens and Paps making leads and, you know, might have been able to score. So, yeah, I think that caused a few issues. And I, and then just, yeah, sloppy and and some silly turnovers here and there that really hurt, I think. And just Melbourne's pressure on us was too good. But uh, onwards and upwards, next week's a new a new round so fingers crossed for a better one thanks is very astute there from izzy i tend to agree I tend definitely to agree. yeah the, the buddy thing we, we spoke about that uh melbourne's pressure very good yeah she's uh i agree with most most things she's yeah saying. she's astute izzy uh professor swan bonjour bonjour to the faithful professor swan again from paris feeling a little down this week as i contemplate my morning coffee and croissant we were outplayed on the weekend Melbourne's run and pressure was fantastic. I haven't seen our Swannies cough up so much ball and fumble so much in a long time. They did well in that division, Melbourne. We turned around the clearances. I was disappointed we lost clearances to Hawthorne last week. Came back well in that way. Well done, Swannies. But one final frustration. Haven't we learned anything? Bombing it long into the forward line against Melbourne. How many intercepts did they take? It feels like we haven't learned anything. That was a frustration. Anyway, Melbourne can't play any better than that, but we can. Can't us, honeys. Yeah, very it's good true. from the professor. It's true. Very true. You it's got, absolutely true. You got Joshy Ma- Maxwell there. Joshy Maxwell. We'll have to get him on. His one didn't play last week, so. Absolutely. Here we go. What do you say after that insipid performance? That was just absolutely abysmal. I, yeah, nothing to say. It's going to be an interesting potty, boys. Hope you have a great week. We'll get ourselves back up for the next weekend. Uh, I still have those three tickets. If anybody wants them for next week, lads, just let me know. Josh from Leichhardt. Signing off. Very sad. Ciao, boys. Three three tickets. Three tickets. So we'll put that out to the faithful now. Hit up the page and we can put you in touch with uh, Joshy. If you're going to go to the footy this week and you haven't got a ticket, um, yeah, there's three there waiting for you. So DM the page and we'll put you in touch. Uh, next one, James Katsaros. Oh, he's good, Katz. He's a good man, Katz. Here we go. True Bloods, I trust you are well. Very Katz well. Katz from Cremorne here. Katz. A pretty dark Sunday afternoon when you get handed a 50-point shagging and on the back of two soft winds, it tells us all is not well between the ears. And for mine, for yours. all truths need to be spoken. How do we get better? Minus 34 in contested possession shows that the mids need to up their efforts and bring the Bloods footy. 
And as for Isaac Heaney, his balls are this close to the bandsaw. And if he doesn't want to be playing on some backhouse suburban oval in the VFL, avoiding dried up dog shit on the wing, he best get to work. Up the potty. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Faithful, that's the intent and comedy factor that we love here at the potty. That's the blueprint. That's the blueprint. That's the blueprint. Really good from you, Cats. Well done, mate. Scotty Mars. Scotty Mars. Hey, Deebs, Mads, um, Faithful. Yeah, look, wasn't a great game, was it? Um, I'll try and make this short. I mean, there was a lot that went wrong, but, yeah, it's just disappointing. Um, never really felt like we were in it until halfway through the second, and then from then to halfway through the third, we all over them, and we just couldn't capitalise. Um, just turnovers. The amount of time we turned it over, even in our fourth half, and they just went end-to-end. Oh, it's terrible. Um, yeah, there was quite a bit to work on in the middle. Just got killed. And it just felt like every time we had it, we were never going to score. Like, it just always looked impossible. Um, yeah, but, like, I was glad they kept trying to at least take it on. But, yeah, and then just the back line just got killed as well. But on to next week. And um, on a positive, it was great meeting um, some of the faithful and Deebs and Mads at uh, the Union beforehand. Um, yeah, just showing how great of a club we are. It was great meeting some faces and, um, yeah, bounce back next week. Go, Bloods, and uh, up the potty. It's so good. It's so good. Mate, it makes such a big difference being able to put some faces to names, Mads. It's really yes, good. Yes, it's good. Good on you, Scotty. Uh, it man. it. Hey, guys. Udit here. Uh, first-time contributor. Hope you're well. Anyways, um, yeah, I'm from Melbourne. Anyways, our biggest issue is we lack a fucking contested beast. We haven't bothered replacing Kennedy, and none of these kids are fucking put on size (laughs) so they can get in there and get the ball out and feed it to Chad or Errol or anyone else running onto the footy. Our system is good, but our team lacks a contested possession beast. They need to dump McInerney or Cunningham or Florent, one of these lanky kids, and bring in Shelrick or Roberts. Bring in someone who can just get in there and feed the ball out. We really lack size and we keep getting bashed around the footy like Geelong did to us in the granny and like Melbourne did. We can't win the comp if we keep going like this. We ranked 17th for contested possession in the comp in the first three weeks. That's not good enough. Thanks, boys. Yeah, fair share. Don't know if you're dropping Ofo. No, no. Ofo is relatively good. I get I get the sentiment of what he's trying to say, though. For sure. There, there's definitely room for improvement there. And you get someone in there with the ball. And I'll tell you what, man. Get the ball in Errol's hands. Yeah, for sure. He had, only had the 15 touches on the weekend, but he was damaging. But it was hard when, you, when you're not winning the contested footy. Yeah, you're just not getting it out to yeah. him. It's getting in our good ball users. And these things are going to fix itself. Just neutralize that contested number. Maybe, maybe you try, Sheldrick. You do. Oh, I, I feel, oh, there's a spot there for someone. Yeah. There, no doubt. No doubt. Me, Tab Singh. Hey, True Bloods. It's Tubby from Taylor's Hill here speaking. I'll try to keep it as short as I can. First time uh, call in. Uh, for mine. For yours. I believe our biggest issue is our inconsistencies with some of our players. Heaney is a great player and he's almost a victim of his own greatness. Uh, I believe... For Heaney, we either need to be have a decisive moment, whether he's going to be a full forward, I'm calling him as a full forward, or he's a full-time mid. I don't, I don't really see him thriving. He gets lost too easily. He doesn't have that impact. He's a great tackler, that's for sure, but I don't see enough of it. And then again, on the weekend, definitely was our forward entries. Definitely too buddy conscious watching from the game. Marty was in such better positions, but we kept going for Bud. But yeah, we can turn this around for sure. 
but just little things will make all the biggest differences. Thanks, bloods. On your tubby. Also, quick one. Hopefully, Laddams is not getting much slander out in the socials. He really gave it his all. He's going to make mistakes. He's learning. And this is what we need to do for our young rucks. We gave our young rucks away too easily. Nan Curvis, Darcy Cameron, because we fought them unready and they're not good enough. But they're thriving in other areas. So we've got to give them a go and they'll be all right. All right? It's a good, that's a really, really good, good point. point. Really good point. Yeah. To learn a club system and everything like that, it takes time and... Ruckman just take longer than and everyone yeah, else. They do. They do. And especially because he's moved over. You know, yeah. you've got to come on. Come on. Got to, give him, got to give him a bit of leeway. For sure. Good on you, Tubby. Let's get over to the Fusser books. Because we are on your Facebooks. We're on your Instagrams. We're on your <laughs> Twitters as well. Jeez, I'm creating some space, like a, a name for us over on the Twitters. Mads. That's massive. It's firing over there. And haven't done a TikTok in a little while as well. Peter Campbell. Hey, Campbell. He's just, uh, now he was on fire. He so, was on fire at the Union. Go the middle two. Middle, the middle two. two. Yeah, the Pappers. The Pap smear. Carlton fucking plumber. Start of the third quarter. Down by about 20. Pap smear. Goes bang. Did you tell him it's Pete Campbell from Bendigo? Oh, <laughs> mate, it's Pete Campbell from Bendigo here. Uh, obviously. Who else is going to be? <laughs> go the Paps. Go the Pap smear. Go the Bloods. And go the fucking... Potty. <laughs> so good from the boys. Love it. Boys, we were just celebrating. We were celebrating for Liz. We thought it was a goal. I don't even It's a point, apparently. We're coming. We're coming hard. I love it. It's oh, it's a bit sad. Third. I don't know what the score is. 63 to 57. We're coming hard. We got this, boys. We got this. Here we go. Can the swans, can the fucking potty. And Khan Pete from Bendigo. <laughs> <laughs> He's so funny. So He's good. He's so funny. Uh, Steve Lockhart. Steve. G'day, boys. Just watching the end of the game here. Bit of a hard watch today. Uh, not too much has gone right for us. Um, just had a thought that I thought we might have missed a trick with replacing Dill Stevens in the last quarter. The game was probably over by then, but we sort of got rid of a young speedster when we, we probably could have got one of the big old camels off, which I just felt a bit Big old camel. Like, I don't know if that's part of it or anything, but it just didn't have a lot of, you know, flow. So a bit of speeds where we needed and left the big old Tide boys on there. Anyway, boys, better luck next week, eh? Good on you. Sorry, fellas. Uh, that's Steve from Lismore. <laughs> I love when people do that. Good on you, Steve. They're like, you can imagine they finish it and they're like, oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be bothered recording the whole thing again. I'll just plug it in there. Oh, big God. Todd. Todd Damon. Damien. Dodd Damien. Hey, boys, get it faithful. Well, not the result we were after. Look, losing to Melbourne uh, on their home ground isn't the worst result of the season, but it's the manner in which you lose. And that last quarter, not a good look. Uh, look, early season shake-up, not too big a problem. Um, if you're a little bit off in this game, the teams are going to make you pay. So the boys now know that uh, they're going to be up for everything 100% of the time. So bring on Port for this week. But I think after the last quarter performance, uh, we need to swing the axe. We've got to drop one or two, just let the boys know that uh, spots in this team are hard to come by. Um, Yeah, and bring on Port for a true blue smashing of the power. Up the Bloods, up the Potty. It's Todd Damien, the Vegan Swans, signing off.
The vegan swan. Vegan swan. Like that. Yeah, no, nah, big game this week against the power. Big game. Come on, boys. Was it Brown? Was it? Boys, just come home to a uh, parcel post delivery on the doorstep full of the True Bloods merch. Geez, you fucking made my day. This is awesome stuff. Uh, really good quality. Well done, boys. Uh, good to be part of the True Bloods family. Good on you, Wazza. Good on you, Wazza. And we'll just plug the merch uh, while we have the faithful here, Mads. I've got the uh, True Bloods uh, Paps jumper on at the moment. Uh, really nice quality. The prints came up awesome. They look really good, and there still is some availability on the website. And if you're listening now, use podcast at checkout for a cheeky 10% off. Um, we've got the Faithfuls hoodie there, the Faithfuls T-shirt, and the, the Tommy Paps tea and crew jumper as well. Sticker packs in there. There are a few stubby holders still in stock, Mad. So jump on, podcast at checkout, treat yourself faithful. There is limited stock, so get in fast. And we've got the competition as well. We do. We've got the competition, so jump on the Instagram and the Facebook. Uh, follow the, the page on both the Instagram and the Facey. Tag a mate, uh, like and follow, and uh, get the chance to win yourself a Tommy Paps tea and jumper. Very good initiative from you, Dable. Now, this is from Ross. Now, He's gone a minute 53. He's a first-time contributor, so we're just going to let it slide. Just try and keep it under a minute, Rossy boy. Rossy boy. G'day, Swannies. Ross from Gippsland. Just wanted to talk about the game on the weekend. Was was at the MCG and unfortunately walked away a little bit disappointed, like I can say, a lot of the faithful. But what I really want to talk about was a, a bit of a trend that I've seen in a few big games now in terms of you know getting beat by what you know. Um, you know, we and, and in terms of how do we set up in games when we, when we know what their strengths are. So, you know, we know that Melbourne like to come out the front of a stoppage, yet, you know, right from the start, you could see that we didn't really play that defensive sweeper role um, around that stoppage, and it allowed them to come out those front half really clean entries. And, um, you know, we could see that, you know, they like to play their wingers, in particular Hunter and Langdon, really wide to make the ground really wide and get them one on one and use their legs. And then that allowed them time and time again to get that one-on-one inside 50. And then the other concern and one which everyone knows about, you know, they, they tend to sacrifice a player around the ground at stoppage so that they can get that intercept mark and then slingshot out the wide. And again, that's why they keep their wingers wide. So, you know, it was evident from the start that, you know, we hadn't really set up to kind of combat that. You know, whether or not the coaches just wanted to back ourselves in, which is fine. But I guess the challenge of that from a playing perspective is when you try and change that in in during a match, it's really hard to change your structures and your momentum, um, which was a bit concerning. So, you know, we obviously know there's a few of those trends in the grand final last year, which we won't go over. It's old ground. But again, it's just don't get beat by what you know, Swans. You know, like we, we'll back ourselves in to play a football, but we also need to respect that some teams have strengths and, we, and we're no better than taking that away from them. So I think it'll be a hard week on the training track. I think, you know, the, the, the players will have a few hard conversations. As I said to my son after the game, you know, the, there was one thing the Swans have got, resilience, and I have no doubt that we're going to see an up-and-fire in Sydney Swans and a decent win against Port Adelaide this week. Up the Swannies, love your work, keep it all going, and, and let's have a decent run this year and hopefully get a flag at the end of it. Up the Swannies. On you, Ross. Now, a couple of things, Stable. One, was there a bit of a Scottish twang there? There was yep. something like that there. Now, and do you reckon uh, this, uh, this gentleman, Ross, is a coach? Right. Surely. Yeah, I, he surely intricate 
football knowledge yes. there. Really good, Rossi. Yeah. Really, really love what he had to say, especially Melbourne's game plan wise. He, he yep. pulled that apart really nicely, but just get that condensed down into but a minute. That was but quality send content. Really good quality stuff. GFC, if you GFC. if you don't say. John O D Donato. Big John O. True Bloods. Stick fat. It's only round three. John O'Day Donato here from the Sutherland Shire. For mine, I believe the biggest issue is the way we started the game. You simply can't afford to let your opposition come out like that and dominate you from, from the first quarter. Our pressure simply had to be better. We all know the six-goal rule and how it works. I reckon it was it's proved itself again this week. Plain and simple, we must start better. I've got three key points I want to add in to help us and see if they work. I believe Buddy's role must change. He definitely still adds a lot of value to our side, but we know something's got to change. He's got to get up the ground. His field kicking is elite. We've got two massive weapons down forward in Armadi and Logan. Let's, let's let him run three and let's put Buddy up the ground. Laddams is really trying, but Tom Hickey's return really can't come quick enough. He needs some help, and it's clear. And lastly, we must take opportunities when they present. Our, our not kicking straight on the weekend really hurt us. Up the bloods. Up the potty. Bad kicking's bad football, Dave. It is, yeah. You bang on there, Mads, and you bang on there, Jono. For sure. Spot on. Dazzler. Darren Hill. The Daz. Tell you what, Melbourne's game plan. Free kick, 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 G'day lads, uh, it's uh, Dazza from the Gold Coast, Akraman to be specific. Here's the thing, I think Laddams just doesn't have the game to go to the top level. I think we're starting to see that. I think we've got to put rounds in now into Lachlan McAndrew. Uh, whilst uh, Hickey coming back is going to be important, he's also having more games out than in, so I think we've just got to double down and put the games into McAndrew. That's my call. Uh, Up the potty, up the swans, we'll bounce back. Yeah, as we mentioned before, a little bit early, we think. Well, Um, we didn't mention that before, Dable, because that segment comes after this one. (laughs) And we are one-take wonders here, aren't we? We are one-take wonders. (laughs) So we actually record the review and then we record the socials. But, yeah, we did did mention that. And you... But you... Astutely put, body-wise, he's a very different type of ruckman. McAndrew is, yeah, yep. for sure. Yeah, it's um, you've got to be physically ready. Not sure if he is, and Laddams just needs a few games. Yeah, hold your opinions, True Bloods, I reckon. Your judgments, I yeah, should your say. Judgments. Not, not opinions, your opinions. Let your opinions yeah. fly. Exactly but yeah, right. Let's let's give let's let's wrap our arms around Peter Laddams. I reckon that's it. Speaking of wrapping uh, arms around people, the bearded swan. The bearded swan. Here we go. And now the all-important Ask the Faithful question. What is our issue and how do we resolve it? Well, one issue is kicking long and deep into the pocket. Long kick, long kick. It is not the key. It is not the answer. We keep doing it. Melbourne knew we were going to do it and we kept doing it all game long. Didn't help that Amadi couldn't kick accurately. And I don't know what's going on with Heaney at the moment. He was way off. But... Let's be honest, the whole team did not pull their weight or they were just a little bit off the whole game. We got a huge challenge against Port Adelaide this weekend. They seem to have had our measure of recent times. So I hope the boys come out firing for a home clash. 
back up there at the SCG. I'll be there. I'll be jacked. Let's go, Bloods. <laughs> Let's go, Potty. I think Chris he from is... Picnic Point, a.k.a. the Bearded Swan. See you there. <laughs> the bearded song. Good on you, Chris. I think he did uh, send through a voice memo as well, and it was like, not jacked. <laughs> it was so good from Chris. <laughs> oh, I'm can, we, can we just see if we can play that? And now the all-important Ask uh, the no. Faith. Oh, the here Monday. it is, here it is, here it is, here it is. One hey, take. G'day, Mads. G'day, Faithful. Not jacked. <laughs> no, not jacked. Bearded swan. Out. <laughs> so good. Love that from Chris. He's Scalesy. Great fella. Deep, Mads Faithful. Scalesy here. Listen, we're all disappointed about Sunday, but listen, we had a we had a training run, rounds one and two against the Suns and the Hawks. So listen, I don't think we need to change too much. I'm just going to back horse and the boys. We can get it done. We looked a bit shell-shocked uh, in that first quarter. So anyway, let's back the boys. Um, Love the jumper as well. Up the potty, up the bloods. Let's go, Scales. It's just clean and crisp. It the, is the clean white crisp. jumper, red oh, yeah. V, like, let's go. Um, hops. G'day, True Buds Faithful. It's Hopsy here from South Morang. Oh, what a start to the day Sunday was. 12 o'clock down the Union House. Had a couple of jars with the boys and the girls. Oh, it was bloody going off. Then a nice march on the way to the G. But I tell you what, I'm bloody disappointed. Very, very disappointed. <laughs> we can no longer give the ball to Pete Laddams. I don't know how many times that bloke would take a mark or receive a handball, try and take on 28 players, and still not make a handball from my left arm to my right arm. <laughs> we can no longer give that bloke the ball. And like old mate said a few weeks ago, low kicks, low kicks, low kicks. Oh, just I'm just over it. Stop kicking down the line. May and Lever, they are going to kill Buddy every day of the week. Come on, Swannies. It's only round three. Beat Port by 60 points, and we're back. <laughs> Up the Bloods. <laughs> On your hopsy. Potts. Pottsy. This is a good one from Potts. G'day, True Bloods. Potts here from Elston Park. Pottsy. Not much to be said about the game on the weekend, so I thought I'd relate a uh, police report I heard last week. This from Canterbury Police. Residents are warned to be careful of a gentleman and his little dog walking west of Hurlston Park between 6 and 7 on a Wednesday morning. This man appears to walk along suddenly loudly exclaiming, Saundo! Gowie! Big Wazza! Georgie Molnar! He's also been heard to chant, low kick, low kick, low kick. We do not believe this man is dangerous, although he often laughs out loud shouting, yeah, good one, Scalesy. <laughs> Please do not approach this man. Should you approach him, he's likely to say, I hate how no one talks about us, or hashtag I stand with Saunders. <laughs> he's fairly harmless, and this appears to occur only on a Wednesday morning between 6 and 7. Residents of the Canterbury-Helston Park District have been warned. There it is, lads. Talk to you later. <laughs> Very good. Oh, so good, Potty. Bit of creativity. Creativity. GFC, good footy content. And, you know, yeah, playing on the, the characters of the faithful. Yeah, we so love that's it. So we good. love it. How Sensational. Good. Greg Martin. Last one. Boys, just quickly, I rang up the other day, Greg from the Gold Coast here, in answer to the question, what about a, a true blood supplement regime sponsored by Madison Clark? 
You could be the front man, mate, with your physique. <laughs> Let the boys get physical. See ya. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. That's, yeah, that's, that's good. good. That's good footy content. It table. is good footy content, it's all mate. Good footy content. Yeah, there's plenty of comments that get around on uh, both your Instagrams, your Facebooks, your Twitters, Mads. I'm on the Facebook. You're on the Facebook. You can start us off if you've got one there. Maximilian Power. Yes. We were smashed around the ball. Contested possessions were shocking too. I feel like Chatty Boy has had some trouble last couple of weeks. Same with the Hyena. Love the boys. I'm sure that they can bounce back. Got Glenn Oct1973 on the Twitter. He says... Uh, Marty and McDonald only two targets going forward. Franklin plays up the ground or comes on as a sub. Heaney is either injured or no longer suited to the forward line. Put him in the middle or the back line. <sighs> Not sure. I think he'll kick four this week. It'll I'll be fine. You, It'll be fine. He's an all Australian forward. Cream rises to the top. It He's does. A forward. He'll form, be fine. Form is temporarily temporary. Class is forever, Mads. Yeah, very good. Very good. Mark Brett, two words, contested ball. Keep getting touched up in this area. In, Sheldrick, out, Roberts. I think that's fair. There's a bit in that. Um, on your Instagrams, we've got Riles Macker, who has a uh, – he's got a YouTube channel, which does some good things. He's got about 10,000 subscribers Very over good. there. Um, he goes, contested game has to improve. Always ponder the question on if we need another contested midfielder in the mix. We just seem to have patches throughout games where our mids lose a slight bit of accountability on their opponents and we concede a surge of go- of clearances and goals. We were not reactive enough to the turnovers defensively. D's had, sorry, D's had too many eyes inside fi- Easy inside 50s with lowering their eyes. Heaney has to stay forward at home when he gets plenty of service. He's the one, one of the best overhead marks in the comp. Correct. The buddy-centric situation still drags on as a problem. Popped it up to him too many times. However, I felt a handful of our entries were quite good, just couldn't execute. Yep, I think that's fair. Renz Williamson. Lack of pressure and urgency and a revert back to not executing basic skills, including hand passes, field kicking, and most costly, kicking straight at goal. Need to train basic skills and sprinting drills. We were also far off the running pace of the Ds. Agree with that? There was no change of game plan. We continued to bomb it high into the Ford 50, which never works. We need to be go back to lower, harder field kicks or bringing the ball to ground and creating pressure for the Fords to go to work. Low kicks, low kicks, low kicks. Literally. And Clint Johnson won. Their midfield outworked out. Simple as that. They would have only one or two more mids at at ground level. Every contest when the ball was brought to ground stood out massively. Ball in our hands. We had it and we and we matched them with our movement, etc., but lacked accuracy. Expect our mids to totally to totally outwork Port's mids this week. If it happens, it becomes a. If it doesn't happen though, it becomes a serious problem. Tend to agree, and this will be the last one from the Fusser book, and I'll clap along with it. Jonathan Davis, play Franklin up the field. Legit, we've been saying it for two or three years now, but maybe one day, maybe one day, we'll be back <laughs> with. The preview. The preview. Port game. Must 
win. Simply must win, Deeble. Simply Deeble. must win. We'll be back. You know what I love, Mads? What do you love, Deeps? I love the Swannies. Oh, so do I. You know what I hate, Mads? What do you hate? It's how no one talks about it. Oh, doesn't it just kill you? Now, Faithful, I need you to jump on your socials. We're on your Instagrams. We're on your Facebooks. So jump on there and give us a follow. If you listen on Spotify, follow and rate five stars. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, rate five stars and leave us a glowing review. The Faithful support is what makes this potty what it is. Speaking words of wisdom. Up the Swannies. Welcome back to True Bloods. Onward and upward, Deeble. Onwards and upwards. Bumper social seg as usual. The faithful really listened to us last week and we're a bit more clear and concise and great in their voices. Yeah, it's good. Thought. Quality stuff. Quality stuff. Yeah. Now, we come up against the Port Adelaide Power on Saturday night, Mads. Another just... showdown loss for them. Yes, exactly right. 7.30 on Saturday night up at the SCG. And now, here's a fact for you, Mads. Now, the fact... He's been teasing it for teasing a it. segment and a half. Let's go. The Swans have not beaten the Port Adelaide Power the last seven times we played them. That's absolutely bizarre. The last time we beat them was in 2018. That's nuts. Talk about bogey sides, Mads. I don't I, think we've ever mentioned it. I've never even considered it. The last seven times they've beaten us. So... Fucking! I think that I think the club hopefully knows about that one, and we it's owe time. One. It's time, like the D's sort of owed us last week. Uh, you know, we owe the power one, and it's a really important game. You know, to go three and one's a big difference to two and two, and it gives you a good start and trajectory going into the season. But well, three, yeah. Look, if if we're gonna be three and one, that's a pretty good first month. Exactly right, and then. And you, you're getting cobwebs at this sta- out at this stage, and you know we've still got a few important players. And I think that I didn't mention it back in the first segment, but we we say it all the time on here. A lot of your quality and your success comes from your bottom six. Yep. Right, and we don't have the likes of Foxy who played such a huge role in that back half half of the season. He he's not playing. Ryan Clark. You got Ryan Clark who was doing jobs on Dacos, was effective up forward, kicking goals too. We don't have him. Hickey pro- we said it last year, he's probably our MVP. He's so valuable to us with what he brings to us in the middle, and yet we're we're still going okay. Like there there's there's reasons for why it's not all clicking at the moment yep. is what I'm um, sort of getting at. Yeah. But the the output of the, that bottom six is so crucial to the success of your footy club. I think Robbie Fox is, uh, aside from Hickey, Robbie Fox is critical. Yeah. That man is so damn consistent in the back line. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. I, I'm sure he's going to come through the twos, especially with the injury. that the, I think he's got a calf or something. Yep. Like, I'm pretty sure it's soft tissue. You don't want to do it again. He's going to need a run or two under the belt, and I'm pretty sure he's still two weeks away. Yeah. Something like that. Hickey's still three plus. Um, and Ryan Clark is starting to fire up his training and might might play this weekend in the twos, I think. But it's just a, a, an important part to mention to the faithful. It is. I I've, Well, I did not know that we haven't beaten the Port Adelaide Power since 2018. That's insane. It's insane, mate. When I saw it, I went up on one of those pages. Shout out to whoever the page was. I should have, uh, you know, screenshotted that. But unbelievable. And then I was like, I didn't believe it. So I went on and checked the, the stats and it, it's legit. That is incredible. I just can't fathom. 
Although, yeah. Makes sense. Checks no, out. Story it, checks out, David. Story checks out. Facts check check out. But, geez, it's a bloody important class Saturday night. It'll be awesome. It'd be awesome to be going to that game. Saturday night at the SCG yeah, is rockin'. real vibes. Real yep, vibes, especially absolutely. when we're up and about. You got your rock stars in your in your buddy Franklin's. Where Heaney's gonna have a rocket up his his rear over this week, I'm sure, and he's gonna want to prove everyone wrong. Watch him kick four. Yeah. Watch him so kick four. So is that where the invite's going, Matt? Yeah, that is a hundred percent where the invite's going. Going. He kicks four. I believe in him, mate. We know how good he can be. He's just got to execute and you know get. I think it's. You need your teammates feeding you a little bit. It's look for hands. He he runs hard. His work rate's good. Like, hold on, Deeps. Get it to him. He's one of the better contested marks in the league for sure. He just needs an early one, early confidence one. The boys will get around him, and he will be back. Hands will be back in form. Yeah, four surely, plus. surely. I mean, look, I haven't rated Port Adelaide for a while. They've got, I mean, look, they've got some weapons, right, at the yeah. end of the day. They do have some weapons. I think it's a- another big job for Tom McCartan yep. with uh, with Charlie Dixon. Yep. He's a bigger body, right? And Tom's going to go up against that. And I think, I mean, he's shown with Ben Brown. I mean, Ben Brown's a bit of a different player, right? Ben mm-hmm. Brown's pretty two-dimensional. Uh, I say that with no disrespect, but, I mean... Charlie Dixon's a bit more. I mean, he's, he's they're similar players, but I think there's there's a bit more work for for Tommy to do this week. Yeah, it's. I don't know if you remember the game over in South Australia last year where I popped over quickly and they, I do. And, they, and they pumped us by four or five goals, and it was but it was probably one of the games where the scoreboard flooded us. But we played Dane Rampey on Todd Marshall that game, and he tore us apart. He took four or five contested grabs, kicked three or four, mm. and they're, they're quite dangerous up there. They've got Charlie Dixon, you've got Todd Marshall, and Jeremy Finlayson as well. So it, the the work for the back line is going to be, they're going to have it cut out for them. Absolutely. It, like, it's going to be really important to Tommy can to continue the good form, for Paddy to really lock down hard and ramps to be, you know, marshalling the troops and get the matchups right. Get the matchups well, another, right. Well, another, you know, interesting midfield to come against. Connor Rosie, Ollie Wines, you know, where... Let let Wines do what he wants. Yeah. Go, go head to head. Rosie is damaging. Damaging. Absolutely Good young player, damaging. mate. Good yep. young player. Deserves time. Would love to see someone go to him. Who would, so- you, who would you have? Rowie? Rowie, Rowie can probably go head to head. Yeah, it's probably got to be Rowie, doesn't it? I'm trying to sort of think. It. We haven't really had anyone do it for a while since Ryan Clark's been out, and that was typically, needed to, Dable. And typically the half-back role. And I don't like – although Mills can do it, man. Mills can literally tag and, and then get his, his own, own pill. Yep. Like it's not devastating Mills out of the game. For sure. So maybe, maybe Millsy is good enough. Yeah, he's absolutely good enough. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. He can win his own football. And he's got the body size football. on Rose, Rosie too. Yep. I would like to see that. Jason Horn francis is uh, the new recruit. I don't love this person. Don't think he's got a great character, but he's an absolute weapon as well. Yeah, he, so, he showed that in round two or whatever it yep, was. Yep, went absolutely On berserk. the home deck. But I think if you're... 
few things don't go right early for him and everything's not uh, all uh, squeaky clean and, you know, travelling nicely, uh, you can definitely get on top of a young player like that. Yeah, for sure. You know, playing his first 10, 15 games. I want to really see... I want to see a return to form for Isaac Haney, obviously. I want to see... A, uh, I don't know how Amadi pulled up because I know he that they were sort of managing him in the game against Hawthorne. He seemed... Uh, I was watching the press. He seemed to pull up okay after the Melbourne game. Love to see him get his kicking boots back on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that look, that's the first time Amadi hasn't kicked straight and... You know, I can't remember where the first, the goal was in the first one, but you know, you miss that one from like basically outside fifty. Tough kick, you know. You got it. You got to flush him to get. He's them. got a wonderful kicking action. Yeah, but is are there any changes in this side? Like contested ball is the the issue at the moment. Do you bring in the young bulls of like you know your Sheldrick? Pretty sure he goes all right. You know, he is a contested ball. I don't know if you do though, Deeble. The only, or do you say, Parks, we need a lift. Rowie, we need a lift. I, Millsy, I think, we need a lift. Yeah. Errol, we need a lift. I think it's more so you're, there's no no getting out of jail free card. No one's getting dropped. You go to Porter, you go to the SCG and we back our team in. Back in the cattle. And, uh, and we go from there. We get back on the winner's list. Interesting one with Laddams. Now, it was this game last year that he had a bit of a brain fade, whacked Travis Boke, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yep. Just with the way he went on Sunday and I guess the social media stuff about him, do you keep Laddams in or do you give McAndrew a crack? Given that, and I say this, and I'm not necessarily saying you do, I'm just asking the question. Do you do that because, I mean, he did make a lot of mistakes on the weekend and we've been clear in saying, you know, everyone made mistakes. Yeah. But were were they enough to say, take a break, relax and come back? Yeah. Uh, You know, who have you got there? You got Scott Lysette and then Jeremy Finlayson hits, pitch hits. Lysette's a big body. Really Uh, big body. I and he what he had the thirty tap outs against Riley O'Brien who had thirty five so they've gone head to head there but pretty even. Uh, it, it's a big test, you know. They might say go prove yourself, Pete. They, it they, might be the way to go. I, I think that would be it, especially with McAndrew being quite a slim, um, slim figure as such. Mads, I, I would probably stick with Laddams this week. Yep. I but think I tend inter- to. Yeah, it's. I'm sure that question would begin posed as well. Yep. So we sort of we need to breed the uh, the ruck stocks. Who else can come in? There's Sheldrick. I, I, I don't know enough about the I VFL think, this I think week. The Corey Warners of the world are banging down the door. I think banging down the door. Will Gould, heard of him? Surely at some <laughs> point, Dave. At some point. Surely mate. at some point. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, isn't it? Could be a good one before Fox is ready. Yeah, legit. See, wouldn't that just kill Will Gould if Foxy goes through the twos and gets and straight, and gets back, straight in. back in before he does? That would kill any type of... It'd be like, why the fuck am I here? I wonder what they're saying to him internally Yeah, to keep him, <laughs> to keep him happy. It's unreal. Because he'd said he'd see people calling for him. Yeah. It's they fun. all look at social media. Media, they do. 
They do. But yeah, un- unreal. It's a real funny one. Normally, it's not four years, five years before you yeah. see someone. But yet, yeah, you signed an extension last year. So there must be something. There must be something. Jeez, Riley Bonner's a good player. Butters is a pretty good player. They're not a bad side. It's just never come together for never them. Never come together. They made a couple of prelims and... Look, they'll they'll be looking to go again, and they'll they'll have us marked there as well. Like, oh, you know, they're yeah, a good side. They, they know, would say these guys are inherently beatable. Yep. And we want to show them. I mean, last week was a statement game, right? We couldn't make that statement. Need to go again this week. Yep. I mean, I, it's a weird position to be in deeps. I I find it strange because we haven't done a whole lot of losing recently. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be really interesting to see how we respond. Bond. I want to see mentally how have we gone about the loss and how have we turned it into a positive. Well, if you you compare it to the last time we sort of had a had a bad loss, you know, taken away that game last year, the one against Essendon. Yeah. So it's very similar as you airmarked earlier on in the show. It's uh yeah, it's you want to see the boys respond. Well, this is it. This is the making of teams, right? This is a situation where, you know, you're, you're faced with, you know, coming to terms with what happened and what went wrong, and it's your job to fix it. For sure. But Swannies, by six goals. Six goals? Six goals. On the SCG. On we the love SCG. the SCG. Saturday night. Let's go, baby. Yeah, four goals. And that'll be the four goals that Isaac Haney kicks. Perfect. For my table. For yours, Mads. Uh, yeah, the Haynes, what's he bringing? What, what's he bringing to the party? Four. He's bringing a, a slab of Suntories. Slab of Suntories. <laughs> All right, we get Jeez. into the Thursday night clash. Let's talk about the tipping. Give the uh, leaderboard update, please. I'm going to do that. And, Debel, I'm going to give the leaderboard update, but I've got news for you. Yeah. Neither you or I are anywhere near and that. I, I will never, ever, ever feature in this year because I'm going horrendously. The Swan 2021 on a total of 19 got four last week. See, that's you, saying a bit, isn't it? The the leader of the competition only got four. Four yep. out of nine. It does take a little while to, I guess, get the feel of things. Now, this is the problem with having weird usernames because you don't get the kudos that you should when you read when we're reading exactly out the leaderboard. Right. Exactly so right. we've got Chad's choices second on eighteen tips. Big Mackenzie Moore. Mackenzie seventeen. Um we got Methodical Flame. 17, and we've got Anna Swans, 17 there. That's the top five. Top five. Um, now and let's just where are a, you, Mads? What position? I am number 96. I'm just and just keep going. Down. Keep going. Still DJ Jake the Maverick at uh, position 140, and we've got Deebs, 25, sitting at 134. <laughs> not good. It's not good, mate, but look... We live and we learn and we move on. Well, we do. We have to. We have no other choice, Dable. And it starts Thursday night, mate. Brisbane Lions, Collingwood, 7.35. Potentially good game. I think Collingwood will win. Yeah, Brisbane, for sure. I think Brisbane so. were garbage last week. Close in the odds. Closer than I thought they would be. Just such a home ground thing, so isn't what? it? There was a reason that we weren't favourites, Dable. It was, for sure. Uh, who's next? North v Carlton. Marvel. Carlton. North to bounce back. Ooh. 
Interesting. I, I was very unimpressed with Carlton, Carlton against that, GWS. That's fair. That's fair. Saturday afternoon, Crows v Fremantle. Crows. Crowies. Fremantle in uh, trouble. Frio were good in the last quarter against West Coast. Yeah. I think Adelaide are going a bit better than I thought. Yeah, Adelaide are going well. Yep. Richmond v the Bulldogs, MCG. Ooh, that's a tough one. Rich- that's Richmond a tough got injuries. One. Yeah, no Dusty got Hopper. Dusty Hopper. Doggies won last week, didn't they? They did. They beat Brisbane. Yes. Very uninspiring. That Brisbane. could be one to get a tip back. Could be. <laughs> could be. I think. I you, think you've I basically t- got a tip outside as devil from now. <laughs> I just gotta like whatever you think. Go the tip, opposite. Tip the other one. Legit, legit. Fucking hell, it's a joke. Richmond for mine. Yep, I'll, I might tip the dogs. <laughs> St Kilda v the Suns. Saints, just marching on. The Saints go marching in, Dable. Good. Ross Lyons made a difference, hasn't he? It's unbelievable. And their ball movement's great. Really good for what they're they're doing. Yeah. Just Sinclair. Ah, oh, just Sinclair. Um, Jack Sinclair. Jack Sinclair. Yeah. Just Sinclair, the obscure North Melbourne player. Um, yeah, St. Kilda for mine. For yours. Sunday, Essendon v. the Giants. Essendon. Essendon, at the, I think. At the Don Dome. At the Don Dome. They, they love it there, don't they? No excuses not to play good footy every week. Is there? No excuses. No wind. West Coast v. Oh, the D's. Bloodbath over there? Bloodbath. Bloodbath. Oh, maybe the Coasters get up? Nah, the D's. Oh, Just joking. The D's. Just joking. Well, you got to tip the coasters, mate. Yeah. Easter Monday. Uh, the traditional Easter Monday time slot. The Cats to finally get on the winners list. Get on the board. It'd be good to see. Uh, not For shares. Really. No, I don't, don't really, really care, man. It's good to see uh, Paddy Dangerfield at the helm and 0-3. You do not like good players, mate. I do like good players. I love love good players. You don't, do you not like Paddy? Oh, I don't love him. I don't mind him. Bit of, bit of character out in the media says what he thinks, and I don't think there's enough of it, personally. I find him quite boring. Nah. I'd... I find him quite boring, Dable. I think he's we, good we were, for the game. We were, we, were having a, um, we were having a drink one night, me and a few mates, and we were like, who would you least like to have kick-ons with? Out of the whole AFL, it was unanimously Patrick Dangerfield. <laughs> unanimously. See, I reckon he'd probably go all right on the beers. No, we, we, said, fish. we said he'd be doing push-ups, drinking Powerade. <laughs> I don't know. I think you might have your, your image of him wrong. But anyway, that's it. Who cares? Yeah, well. <laughs> who cares? I, I mean, don't really pa- care. Paddy Dangerfield probably does. <laughs> yeah, for sure. This has been True Bloods. We are the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. And be, I be assured that we're number one in your hearts and number one on the charts. Speaking words of wisdom up the potty. Now, Dable, after working uh, a fair few years in a big four bank, I want to get to a point where I've got a, a property in Melbourne and a property in Sydney. Now, if I'm in Sydney, Dable, and I'm doing some uh, landscaping, you know who I'm going to? Who are you going to? Dingo Landscapes and Designs. Pat Clark is the main man there, and this is a gentleman who operates you know, predominantly around the northern, eastern suburbs. It's probably where I'd be, I would have thought, Dable. For sure. You jump on the, his Instagram, at Dingo Landscapes, and you have a look at some of the stuff he's doing. He's got the outdoor areas. He's got the nice pavers out there as well. It's sensational. And you hit Pat Clark 
up on 0408 485 397. Now, he's going to come around and give you a free quote and an on-site consultation. Um, and so tell your friends, but also he's hiring. First, second, third year apprentices, Deeble, give Pat a call. There could be some work for you. Definitely. Just his number again there, 0408 485 397. Hit up Pat and he can sort you out.